Hello, and welcome to Lit by Moonlight, where it's not a phase to take a power nap while your adoptive daughter fights for her life. Today, we are reviewing HBO's The Last of Us with episode 8, When We Are in Need. I am in need. <laughs> I think we're all in need of Deeply. <laughs> deeply in need. <laughs> deeply in need. Uh, we do want to give a content warning for this episode for graphic, physical, and sexual violence. In this episode, Ali is left to defend herself from a religious group led by a cannibalistic literal turd yep. named David. After Ali is able to get medicine from David, David and his group track her back to the neighborhood where she and Joel are hiding out and where Joel remains unconscious. Ali administers the medicine to Joel and tries to lead David's group away from Joel on the horse. After Ali is shot off the horse and concussed, David carries her back to his settlement and cages her. Meanwhile, Joel has awoken and he is ready to kill. Nice. <laughs> he is out for blood. David tries to entice Ali into joining the group as his child bride, uh, but not before Ali realizes that the group is eating people. Eating people. Uh, eating people. Uh, Ellie escapes David's grasp and murders him in a fiery, very justified rage as he attempts to assault her. She reunites with Joel outside the building and he comforts her. And that's, that's, that's the show. Yeah. I'm Caitlin, and I'm really good at axe throwing if you don't call all the times that I miss. I mean, you sent me that picture of you hitting a bullseye. I am Got inclined to believe that that is the only bullseye result. Yeah, that's the, no, no, that's the only outcome <laughs> from your axe throwing. It's just bullseye no, galore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I believe it. absolutely crushed it. I'm Emberlyn, and I am stylistically the deer corpse that got dragged around during the beginning of the episode. <laughs> that one shot of it just like being dropped by david on the ground in that little like i don't know like abandoned barn area that yeah i was like that's me like, <laughs> that's i'm literally that tag deer. yourself i'm the deer corpse <laughs> that's literally me unfortunately um um i'm the rabbit who miraculously got away in this adaption damn he got <laughs> he got away so caitlin this episode may have changed us all Mm-hmm. As people, <laughs> what hooked you? So I had a couple hooks. Uh, the first was when they showed the town, um, like the first establishing shot of the town, um, and inside that like lodge slash dining hall, because mm. my stress levels immediately skyrocketed oh, um, yeah. upon seeing them. So shout out to the set design team um, for just again with their incredible accuracy <laughs> to the game. Um, my next hook was Troy Baker, who is in this video, this, this episode, hello, and he's playing a bad guy? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was, uh, I think it was really cool to see him in this, and I thought it would have been funny, um, uh, and for those of you who somehow don't know, Troy Baker does play Joel Miller in the video game, yeah. so I thought it was going to be funny if, like, he started talking and you just hear Joel. <laughs> It, <laughs> he uses Joel boy. It he kind of felt like that though. Like I, the episode started and I was like, "That guy looks really familiar." Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> he seems Who very similar you? to another guy I know. Yeah, I just thought it'd be funny. He was like, "David, <laughs> we're running out of food." <laughs> I say in my amazing Joel impression. That was good. You should Thank play you. him on the show, uh, The Last of Us. Troy Baker and Pedro Pascal, I'm coming for your jobs. Yeah. Um, I also finally laughed so hard when they showed the rabbit because of the meme that exists of <laughs> of the rabbit getting shot and this girl uh, crying over it. Can you, uh, can you give additional context? Yeah, so there is a video that went around. It, there, the video I saw was like two types of people playing The Last of Us, and it shows this person... And she's, like, crying because um, in the game, it, like, Joel gets stabbed from the rebar, Uh um, and then it cuts to black, and then it's winter, and it opens up on, like, this wintry shot, and a rabbit, like, jumps across screen, Uh and she's crying because of what just happened in the game to Joel, and she goes this is the cutest freaking thing I've ever seen. And then it immediately gets shot with an arrow, Uh. and she goes, ah! (laughs) And cries. 
Wow. And then, uh, <laughs> so that happens, and then there's, a, like, another video of this guy watching it, and he looks at it, and it gets shot, and he just starts bursting out laughing. <laughs> so... <laughs> it's terrible but i remember when i when i um played the game i was very similar to the woman in the beginning where i was like oh it's a rabbit and then yeah. immediately gets shot by an arrow and i'm like oh never mind it sure isn't now and it was sure spared and it was spared but um ellie didn't shoot it in the tv adaption so shout it out to spared. the rabbit for yeah. living this time around yeah what was your hook at first i was like okay thinking about this question i truly don't remember at the beginning of the i just remember anything that happened before the ear it's just not something i can even register but the more i look back i mean the way the episode starts it's very eerie right Mm -hmm. like you've got ellie poor ellie all by herself hunting and then you've got this group of uh guys and gals uh, <laughs> I said that's like a, a very uh, that's like an understatement but yeah yeah it's a chill um, group of guys and gals a very chill group of guys and gals just living in the mountains you thought you thought that commune was cool well have you tried the cannibalistic theocracy in hey the we middle never said you didn't have options in the apocalypse you know windy resort winter ridden dessert a snow ridden resort mm-hmm. i just said dessert i'm really hungry <laughs> i almost texted the group chat today and i was almost told y'all about how much i've been begging like i've been really craving cake like all day so oh i have plenty left over for my birthday you want some? i know how perfectly ironic that is it's the unfortunate <laughs> thing is probably like the couple hundred miles in between us right now yeah but not like, sure it'll make it yeah we'll see maybe maybe the united states of america will just gradually get shorter for no reason who knows it'll it's bring us together real quick yeah uh but in all sincerity when ellie gives joel the knife and his people's start moving i was like i was in it i was in it like he has risen like he's (laughs) coming like terrifying like big like i don't know like ron swanson stealth energy in that moment and i was very much looking forward to it like Mm -hmm. woof (laughs) woof Did you have a favorite quote from this episode? Okay, so when Ellie says ditto for buddy boy and she persistently <laughs> yeah. calls uh persistently calls Troy Baker's character buddy boy. Buddy boy. <laughs> I just she's just I love her. <laughs> like ditto for buddy. I'm gonna funny? start using that shit. Like when somebody confronts me yeah. in the metro, I'm gonna be like, listen, you're buddy boy. You don't wanna mess with me. Um get yeah, one right between the eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it was like, it was even this episode. It was like two great quotes for Ellie. That was one of them. The other one for me mm-hmm. was when Ellie, she says, tell them Ellie is the little girl who broke your fucking finger. And yes. she screams it at David when she's in the cage. I like Ralphed. <laughs> like, Emmy's for Bella. Emmy's for Bella. <laughs> that is delicious. Great job. Um, yep. when Joel yells, what town, um, mm when he's like trying to get information out of the two guys that wander into the town looking for him and trying to hunt him down uh he's trying to find out now where Ellie is gone I will be watching that episode again tonight I will be watching that scene again tonight uh the rage I just Mm -hmm. wow like he did that um and then of course I think it's important for us to talk about the elephant in the room uh Which is, of course, it's okay, baby girl. Bye. I got you. Oh my god, bye. 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 I descended. I was in hell crying. We're going to unpack that later, but we all know that is the line of the episode. Yeah. Um, So some of mine, uh, I also loved the um, Ellie's little girl who broke your fucking finger line just because... Bella's delivery of that my hot take is I like it way better than the game iteration of it because like it's 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 good obviously because right. Ashley Johnson's incredible but I don't know there's just something about Bella's way of saying it was that it, there's more rage to it yeah and I really liked it it's and so I Ellie love, it's so it's so she's She's so Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Ellie is so Ellie. Yeah. And I, every time that 
Bella Ramsey yells, and usually when they scream a swear word, I'm like, that's Ellie. Yeah, that's my that's girl. That's baby girl. Yeah. Um, so I just really loved that, and I just loved seeing violent Ellie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another Ellie line that I liked was, you went from teacher to preacher because what? It fucking rhymed? Yeah. Um, yeah. I really liked that be- uh, with her snark, and also, oh my god, it, he, that man was a teacher? I was gonna say that. That's horrifying. Like, yeah. who vets? Who vets these people? They <laughs> like, said we're gonna take David and make him ten thousand times worse. <laughs> I loved when in the interrogation scene when Joel, you know, he uses his little map trick, and he kills the guy who points where the town is, and the other guy is yelling. He's like, "I'm not gonna tell you shit. Like, you didn't mm. have to do that." And like, why? You know, he's all upset because his friend just was just killed. Yeah. And um. He's like, I'm not telling you shit. And Joel goes, it's okay. I believed him. And then just cuts to him, like, throwing the crowbar over his head. I yelled. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, that was sick. Yeah, it was awesome. The way it cut, it was, oh, I have been waiting for this side of Joel to come out. And it was so nice to see. And so I just, oh, it was so well done. Um. Uh, this isn't a line from the show, but when we were watching it, uh, Joel is on his way to find Ellie, and he comes across this, like, garage, and my dad goes, ugh, the garage, oh. <laughs> <laughs> because he struggled getting through that um, ambush part in the game, and, like, same, that part kind of sucked, so, ugh, the garage, and obviously, I also put, it's okay, baby girl, because yeah. I knew it was coming, I knew that was going to be my little birthday gift from yeah. Craig and Neil themselves, and I appreciate it very much. Yeah, and I did cry about it later. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You it, so everybody, every girl, every girl in the twenties has a birthday cry, and you were yeah. just fortunate enough to have a birthday cry that was related to this show. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> not the sweet embrace of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I'm not having any sort of life crisis. It's like any crisis I'm having is just because of this show that I like willingly, voluntarily like yeah. make myself watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is kind of a violent question. I know we kind of come up with a different iteration of this question every week, but mm. what song would you break David's finger to? Literally any song under the sun, because yeah. I would just, break that man's fingers have a song and break them again. Yeah. Silence. Um, Silence is fine. <laughs> so yeah, really, <laughs> the song of cracking bones. Is what <laughs> I song of cracking bones. Do. Um, so when I originally re- uh, read this question, I was thinking it was like, what song would you like beat the ever living shit to death, David? I almost wrote "Kill David," but I was like, oh, I don't really want to end up in prison. Like, eh, but he was bad, and he's fictional. So true, true. <laughs> um. True. So I said Arsonist Lullaby by Hozier because it felt right considering the fact that Ellie um, ended that man's whole career while the lodge was on fire. Wee! <laughs> as she so should have, yeah. As she should. Uh, what, what song would you break David's fingers to? So many. I took kind of like an, like, leaving the church, girls against God kind of moment. Mm-hmm. through just because of all of the religious trauma in this episode so I, i'll list a couple for you but um big god by florence and the machine girls against god by florence and the machine restraint by florence and the machine prayer factory by florence and the machine dream girl evil by florence and the machine <laughs> uh and king by uh florence and the machine wow um, she's really she's really kind of hitting the nail on the head for this episode huh? i know <laughs> she <laughs> really is i'm like girl what's your soundtrack um and then i would i also said that i think ellie should listen to a single track off of preacher's daughter by ethel <gasps> kane for every finger yes. like in all yes, yes, in yes. all respect i wrote i made like a whole playlist again last night it's called ellie i'm not even gonna link it like just go find it you know you know where i am <laughs> just, you know where you know where she me. is by this point she you has so many playlists if you're They're interested if you're interested in reading my diary, <laughs> there it is. Um, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a stupid yeah. question because I'm just going to tell you all of like, how about how I'm processing this and that's through like a really, um, a playlist about, uh, I don't know, 
something. All right. If you um, don't make a playlist after every episode, I question your health. Yeah, you should check in on me and make sure that I'm yeah. still I'm still good. I literally couldn't sleep last night. Like I lay down and I was Same. like I like woke up. I I was like not wait. Well, I was awake and I was like I have to make a playlist about this. And I kept saying to myself, well, no, no, no. You gotta go into work early tomorrow. No, I have to make a playlist about. It. If I don't do it right now, I'll die. Like yeah. I literally got up and ran over and grabbed my phone and did it ultimately because I just couldn't. My brain was fighting me. I was like, you will not yeah. sleep until you make this playlist. So my Sunday night ritual is staying up late and just writing Meta on Tumblr about the show. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. One paragraph. I just needed to go out and scream into the web. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> every every Sunday night I wake up and every Monday morning I have to be up really early and I don't learn my lesson. But yeah. I only have one more week of this. So <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's yeah, good. It's probably good for everybody. Yeah. We only get one more week of trauma. Yeah, it feels like it's been a dark time. We're really getting through the seasonal depression. Yeah. <laughs> when we get it. So far, so good. The fact that this ends on daylight savings time, I feel like just Ugh. really oh yeah i've connected to the two dots oh my god wait do they do do they do daylight savings time anymore is that over no they still do it didn't we like stop didn't we pass a law to like stop we talk about it a lot but i don't think we ever actually we never passed a law to do that no boo i want honestly i want more sunlight it's dark (laughs) i thought i really wow i was i've lived my life the past couple months thinking we finally like we we like axed daylight savings time and we were like just gonna like stop doing it period and it was you know we i think we just have the same discussion every year and we're like Uh, we should do this oh we don't (laughs) oh well um so what character would you hold tightly and call baby girl who who do you need to comfort after this episode ellie who? Ellie. Who's Ellie? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Who's Ellie? Ellie! Ellie! Of, ah, give Bella an Emmy. Have we said this already? Give Bella an Emmy. No. Oh my god. This was such a tough episode. And the way that Bella balances Ellie's fear, yeah. confidence, and just pure rage is incredible. Every time Bella screams in this show, uh. like throughout like the entire time, but like this episode specifically, I still hear them in my head. They're like echoing off the empty brain space in my head. Yeah. It's yeah. just their screams. It was so heartbreaking and so guttural. The way that Ellie screams like turn from terror to absolute rage while she's um, killing David. Yeah. Was so much and she just and i love so much that they let that go out as long as they could yeah with her like she it looks like she's about to stop and she like hesitates for a second then she goes nope round two like we're still 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 going going. at it and ellie's face when like when she does um get reunited with joel like when she panics because she doesn't like when she doesn't register who it is Mm. All she can register is the fact that there's more hands on her yeah. that are trying to get to her. Like, her face journey of, like, like the fight is lost in her, but she's still trying to pound against it. And then you see you see the moment it clicks, like, oh, this is Joel. Yeah. I'm safe. Incredible. And then just her just long stare afterwards. Where she's just, like, she's not even present. She's just kind of, like, going with the flow at this point. Just, yeah. like, one step, in, one foot in front of the other. I don't know. It's just... If Bella doesn't get an Emmy, then what was this all for? Yeah, that would be messed up. <laughs> what about you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, same. Uh, I mean, I listed, like, I-, I kept listing, like, different moments during this episode when I was, like, uh, with Ellie when she was on the horse with the gun. But Ellie biting David. Ellie stabbing David to death. I mean, Bella Ramsey gave such an insane performance in this episode it i it shook me to my core like just you talking about yeah. it now like gives me chills like yeah. their screams when they're stabbing david i feel like we we give bella ramsey nothing but praise every week but that's just because yeah. it's so well deserved like they just mm-hmm. fuck shit up every episode like it's i i like shaking my head in disbelief at like what i feel like what we witnessed last night I feel like it's because, you know, Ellie as a character is so beloved. Yeah. And so, of course, like, no matter who is cast, you have a lot of big shoes to fill because 
like every like Ashley Johnson was incredible and just like the whole story and how Ellie was written was incredible and then to have to like fill those shoes but then give a performance that it's like oh of course you're Ellie like yeah it's like it's like they were born to play Ellie yeah and I am just so like like I said earlier I feel like Bella is more Ellie than Ellie is yeah (laughs) yeah like it's incredible and I, I just if that's what they did for this episode I am ecstatic and frightened of season two. I will not be attending season two. <laughs> <laughs> what season two? Nothing. Everything actually it ended after this episode. If you were to send me a calendar invite for season two, I would respectfully decline it. <laughs> yeah. I would hit tentative and then I would never fully tell you yes no yeah i'm gonna be there Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna be there i'm afraid (laughs) (laughs) you should be afraid i'm not well enough for such things like not strong enough just not i'm not it's not who i am yeah i don't think any of us are ready for that no um but in the meantime let's get into our peaks and valleys of episode eight what was your first peak i had quite a few peaks and i know you did too Yep. Because there were just genuinely so many high points in this episode. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. there are so many times when I was, like, leaving off my couch, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that they did they did it so well. Like, yeah. the first one for me was, it's just, in all caps, he's awake. Um, yeah. <laughs> when uh, the guys are outside looking around for Joel, and there's just this quick flash shot of him hitting the guy over the head with the shotgun uh i can like this is the unchained stealth and rage i've been waiting for from this beautiful man and i am so pleased like Mm -hmm. i i just it gives me chills like i was like i was waiting for this like yep Mm -hmm. i was sitting there like legs crossed you know maybe twirling my hair waiting very patiently for such things and yesterday night he he delivered he delivered (laughs) what was your first peak um so to go off of yours uh one of my peaks is in all caps joel fucking miller (laughs) i also i've been waiting to see this side of him and like I, I was so excited. I was going to say unjustifiably excited for this interrogation scene. But, but you were like, justified. I was, I was justified yeah. because did you see? Because Me. in the game, it's it's so great because you've gone back and forth. Now you're, you've been, you've been playing as Ellie, but she's in a predicament. <laughs> it's yeah. terrible. And now you're like, I got to go save my baby girl. So Joel and yeah. like the scene, it's so satisfying when Joel is just like, I'm going to pop your fucking kneecap off. Oh. And like, you, you want him to, and it's like, Oh, it's so great. And the, it, like, he's like so calm about it all. Yeah. But I loved how in the show he did lose his cool for a sec when he yelled like, watch out. And I was like, Oh no. <laughs> like, let's go. Um, so seeing him do that was just incredible because it was it was so violent, but like it was so like rewarding because he's doing this because he needs to get back to Ellie. Like this man literally yeah. just came back from the dead, basically. Yeah. Of like being like, oh, she's gone. I'm fine now. Yeah. <laughs> like, like time to go find her. So like seeing him do all that and uses the map trick that he does yeah. and this the desperation that he has to find Ellie and. Oh, when he, like I've already said, he picks up that lead pipe and he just says, it's okay. I believed him so calmly. And Ooh. then it was sick. It was the, oh, the coolest moment goosebumps. in cinema. Oh my God. <laughs> Ever. So good. And I feel like uh, Pedro Pascal did a fantastic job in that scene because I, I love it when characters who have been g- going through hell just finally get their moment to just be unhinged yeah so oh my god we, yeah we got that we got that from both of our leads today or yesterday and it was yeah you know happy stellar. birthday to me stellar episode <laughs> yeah stellar acting stella. yeah yeah stella <laughs> um <laughs> sorry <laughs> I, whenever i see pedro pascal like in this show now do you remember from the princess bride that it's like uh 
I don't know what you call him, but he's like administering Princess Buttercup's wedding. And he comes up and he goes, marriage. Marriage. That's what I think whenever I see it. I'm like, marriage. Marriage. We're getting married. <laughs> like, marriage. Marriage. <laughs> um, the officiant. Yeah, there we go. I, I keep thinking, like, I kept wanting to say, like, they'd be a pastor, but I guess they'd be. No. Okay, anyway. My second peak was uh, the twist in this episode. Because um, mm. I knew a little bit about what was going to happen going into this episode. Like, Yeah, I, I was going to ask, did you know? <laughs> I knew, like, a little bit. Like, I knew about, I knew about the ending. I knew a mm-hmm. little bit about David, but not, like... Not this. Um, so, uh, and this being this being all of it. I mean, like I knew, <laughs> I knew that you know David's like kind of this like grody religious character and like yada yada. Mm-hmm. But I just did not know. I mean, I'll get into David more in a moment. But the twist of them being cannibals. Uh, neither my partner or I re- expected that. Um, and my partner went into this also knowing a little bit about how this episode would go, and he didn't know that either. And so when we I thought saw... you said he watched a gameplay eventually. He didn't catch the fact that they were cannibals? He's a man, Caitlin. That's true. <laughs> like... It was kind of like a whole thing, but okay. <laughs> so the, the moment we saw the ear, I was like, it didn't register with me for a second. Like, I'm like staring at this ear. I'm like, why is there an ear? And then it hit me, and it was like, oh my god. Like, when I have my notes, it's my genuine reaction. Um, Yeah. It was, it just, it floored me. Oh my god. Yeah. It's it's incredible, because, like, I don't think, unless you know already, you know something fishy is going on, especially for the fact that, like, when they were making the stew, and someone's like, what's the meat? And they're like, venison. Yeah. And then, like, a scene later, they come in with the deer that they just got, and you're like... (laughs) What I didn't even see that. Then? I didn't even catch that. I must have been yeah. looking down at my phone, so I didn't see the deer come in. So I was like... Yeah. My dad like, and I, venison. of course, we know because we've played the game. So when they're like, venison, we both go, nope. <laughs> like, no, it's not. That child's eating her father right now. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> Vishwas goes, and I, this is where I must have like looked down to type this. He goes, mm-hmm. he goes I can't believe they're not going to grill that venison before they... <laughs> in the stew that's not venison <laughs> and, I, and i look back at that note and i'm like i guess that doesn't matter now it doesn't like, even who, matter who really i mean cares? i guess you should still grill it but like <laughs> yeah, i don't know ask cannibal lector i yeah. like oh my gosh what was your second peak uh my next peak was in all caps ellie motherfucking williams oh, oh my god god again i was so excited for this episode i was ex- i always say i'm as excited for this episode because i am but like this episode i was also the most stressed out about because the whole winter section is so much and Beautiful. i was like it, it it's dark it's stressful but there's so much to it i was afraid of like them I, and not, not that i was afraid that they weren't gonna do it justice because we're eight episodes in and the show's been perfect yeah but I was still like, this is like an hour episode long. You're going to do the entire winter section here? Like, yeah. What yeah. Happening? That's why I was like almost thrown off when the episode last week ended when it did. Because I'm like, oh, we're not going to go a little bit forward. Yeah. Nope, we're just going to there and we're going to do everything next week. Okay. Yeah. If you say so. Um, yeah. I paused so, the episode so many times because I was like, how much time do we have left to do all this? <laughs> yeah. There's so much that still needs to happen. Um, but they did it. And I... It, I thought it was perfect i thought it was really well done um and i was really excited for this episode because i knew we were gonna get ellie all all on her own Mm. and i was excited for that because one of the biggest shocks of the game for me when i first played it was when it cuts to winter and then all of a sudden you're playing as ellie Mm -hmm. which i had no idea was going to be a thing i think that was their goal of the game yes. um because i've seen some interviews where they're like we don't want people to know that you do get to play as ellie yeah. eventually so that was a it was a really cool like uh kind of a twist but also like a shock because in that moment you're like so is joel dead like wh- where where am i like what's going on like a whole other season so i really mm-hmm. liked it and i loved um 
I, when I was playing the game, I was immediately more careful and better at stealth because I did not want to see the animation of Ellie getting killed. Yeah. <laughs> if I, like, ever got killed by whoever was coming after me. Um, and I think I cried the first time I died as Ellie because I'm like, no, she's a child. No. Oh, my God. So, I, I completely forget that that's a possibility. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's a lot. So, like, Joel, like, yeah, it sucks. But, like, uh, at least he's, like, an adult man. But then you play as Ellie and you're like, I am a child and I'm dead. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that was rough. So I was really excited to see how um, Ellie was going to be all out on her own and also just get that side of her and yeah. just like um, <laughs> the rage. Mm. Um, when she first confronts David and Troy Baker, I know his name is James, but it's Troy Baker. And I am still so excited that he was here. <laughs> yeah. Episode. Um, when she lowers her voice to sound all tough, I love that detail because like to me it was like in that moment she's like just trying to be like joel you know and she's on her own so all she can do is just take everything she's learned from joel and try to um you know use that Mm -hmm. information the first thing she does is buddy boy you know yeah (laughs) like dropped a weapon like (laughs) she did it i i loved it because it was it was very like to me like i giggle because i was like she's trying to be tough but i'm like Oh, but she's trying to be tough because now she's out on her own. Yeah, she doesn't she know what to do. To and she's out in the and woods with two men. With, yeah, not a good situation for any girl to be in. Um, but I loved uh, someone on Tumblr pointed out how, like, her quips and her, like, snarky remarks when she's on her own are completely different from when she's with Joel because when she's with Joel she feels safe and she's definitely like she's more quick on her feet she has like different um she seems more confident she's quicker with her um like comebacks but like here she repeats the same thing over and over again like she says buddy boy and she says I'm gonna put one right between your eyes twice like she's because she's nervous and she doesn't have the safety exactly so I thought that was a really cool um detail that um was noticed and i love that she had the sense to unload both of their guns while they were stepped away from it i I like that detail and yes um again bella ramsey has this amazing gift of showing real fear real fear but also ellie's toughness at the same time like the entire cage scene Mm -hmm. was brilliant with the body language and when she tricked david into getting closer and breaking his finger i yelled yeah perfection yeah as she should have Yes, as she, as she should. He had it coming. Uh, <laughs> so, just the pleasure of the pleasure of of David's fall from grace is like something that will mm-hmm. probably be fueling me for the rest of the week. What was your next peaks? We still have so many. <laughs> I know. No, watch Mojo's top ten peaks. Um, yeah. uh, I guess I'll I'll talk about my Ellie related peak, which is Ellie saving Ellie. This is very special to me. When I say Ellie saving Ellie, this is a good opportunity for me to expand on this. I mean, she gets to follow through with this kill. Like, Mm, no mm -hmm. one stops her. And I think the expectation Vishwas and I both had is that Joel would save Ellie. And I love that. And he does in some ways get to, like, have an emotional impact on her at the end of Mm -hmm. the episode. But I really like that it was her kill to make because this man is, like, literally this is i mean like he is violating her space and trying like so i i wrote this down and i think it shouldn't go over our heads that last week's episode was about finding girlhood in difficult times and this week is about Mm -hmm. preserving girlhood in the wake of a world that is trying to rip it away from you and like Mm -hmm. that's exactly what this guy is doing and i think it's really important to me that it was her that got to make that kill um and then in the game um she she kills david as well but it's joel yes. kind of stops her mid kill um yeah. and i like that here she just got to go insane and just do it i completely agree i love that change I, i'm glad that he didn't like come in and stop her like she she got to go as long as she needed to yeah she got to have her moment um when this the, <laughs> this is so gruesome when the uh captions on her screen read david gurgling and i i just like nodded i was like yeah you yeah. should slay <laughs> you should be gurgling slay. Slay. <laughs> i was gonna say i support women's wrongs but like she was so right for doing that i support men's gurgling <laughs> i support, 
pedophiles gurgling. This would be so real. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, what was your next peak? Um, the next one I want to touch on is just Joel and Ellie. Yeah. Um, t- they, this was like, even though they were separated for the most of it, basically all of it, um, this was once again such a strong Joel and Ellie episode. It, yeah. it just, this show was about love and every episode you get a new take on it and this episode was how far they'll go yeah to, for that and like we saw that like the second that like ellie was no longer safe and that joel had to go after her he's immediately like like hmm, injury what injury time to kill people <laughs> like, <laughs> like use all of my strength that i have now to just fucking stealth kill this guy and then torture these two guys mm-hmm. and he'll do anything to get to her and with ellie she's doing everything to keep him safe and to get him better and like she goes out into the woods and it's scary and terrifying and maybe she shouldn't do it but she's desperate for medicine and she has the promise of penicillin yeah and they give it to her so she takes it and then the way that she lures them away from joel or attempts to lure them away from joel and come after her and said not that they she wants her to come them to come after her but like yeah they're the things that they do they're doing for each other and they will go these two you've seen like they're so alike and it shows like they will both they don't care what they do as long as they get to each other in the end Mm -hmm. that's all that matters i loved the addition of ellie laying down beside joel with her head on his chest Mm. and in his sleep his head turns towards her Uh. I wasn't prepared for that at all. Like, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Um, It was just so, uh, so sweet and so heartbreaking because, like, maybe she's just, like, monitoring his heartbeat and making sure he's still breathing and living, but or also maybe she's seeking comfort in him as he's unconscious. And it's just, I really loved that moment um, when she gave him a knife and was pleading with him that, like, hey, there are people coming, and I need you to, whoever comes down here, I need you to kill them. Yeah. Because they're coming, and I can't do anything about it. And the end. The end, I knew it was coming, and I, st- I nothing ever, ever could have emotionally prepared me to see this in live action. The way, again, like I touched on like her, her screaming at first because she didn't realize it was Joel, and then just what really gets me is the way Joel's voice was so soft and higher pitched yeah with with her um as he was like reassuring Ellie that it was him like the way he says like look like it's so high and so soft and desperate and it's just like you can tell like that he doesn't know what just happened to her but it's horrible and he once again wasn't able to protect her in that moment and um and she's like processing everything and just when she registers that it's him and she's safe and he's alive and then just falls into him the way she can't even speak yeah like she doesn't like in the game she says he tried to and then it gets like she doesn't even get anything else and then she says joel's name all she gets out in the show is he and then maybe like a little but i which i kind of heard but and Mm. then it's just her whimpering and crying into his shoulder and it's so heartbreaking because in that moment i was like she's a baby Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) she's mm -hmm. a child and it was just so heartbreaking and i just the way that she clings to him and he holds on to her and tells her that she's okay baby girl i got you i got you it broke my heart and then he puts his coat around her Mm. and holds her close Mm. and she's wrapped up in the safety of his coat and him and i i'm unwell and i'm not good not good (laughs) and i'm I'm not i'm not doing good y'all i'm not good (laughs) the sunday scaries they got me again (laughs) it's really kind of incredible though too to see like the duality of man when it comes to joel in this episode because he goes from like literally going to kill like Mm -hmm. these people that are coming after him and have taken ellie to to caring for ellie like, and being yep. soft and kind and protective. Um, and then, of course, the fact that, like, his aggression initially was on Ellie's behalf. Like, there's just, it's just, like, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Like, I'm drinking it, like, I'm, I'm drinking it up. Yeah. 
I'm slurping. Give me a straw. <laughs> Gurgling. I was looking for a, a meme to use at work today or like a gif or something. And I was trying to find a good Ina Garten gif because mm-hmm. I consider her to be my muse. And um, I found one where she's like walking through the grocery store and she looks at she looks at a freezer. and She goes, oh, there's the tea. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, that's me. Look, looking around oh, and then I the see tea. I see Joel and I'm like, there's the tea. There's the tea. There he is. <laughs> So I like that we're getting, it's really interesting to me that we're getting this expose of all of these different fringe groups that have their own power dynamics. Yeah. Um, because we come back over and over again to this idea that like there aren't just like fungal zombies out here. There are people and sometimes people mm-hmm. are scarier. Um, so this, this is our fifth experience with a group that has some sort of chaotic governance. Though I, I'm going to say four because I was thinking, okay, mm-hmm. there's Fedra, there's the Fireflies, there's that fridge group in Kansas City. Um, mm. There's these people. And then there's uh, the commune in uh, Jackson. And I, but I, I don't know if yeah. I really lumped. Jackson seems like the, the Nora Ephron film of all of these. Like the rest are like <laughs> Quentin Tarantino, like spooky moments. And then the, it, it, meanwhile, like the, the kids in the kids in Tommy's commune are having like a like a Hallmark moment. You know, it's kind of funny. Yeah. And sad. I don't know why. I don't know why I was thinking of that SpongeBob episode where he goes to like Weedy Hut Jr. <laughs> he's trying to get, <laughs> but he's trying to get into like the salty spittoon. Like all of all of the other like factions have been like the salty spittoon, and Jackson you, like, you pan over and it's like Weedy Hut Jr. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a nicer, chill place to be. I just know there's going to be a Reddit thread that takes us equating communism <laughs> to the Weedy Hut Jr. and running with it. So I. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Go off, guys. Go in advance for that. But, like, <laughs> in this case, it's really crazy because um, it's like a theocracy. And, I mean, I can't wrap my head. I can't, I can't wrap my head around it. Without the cannibalism, it's still terrifying. And I think what's really interesting is Craig criticizes theocracies in this week's episode of the podcast, the, the official mm. The Last of which is very based of him like part of me is like that's not a bold thing to say because like yeah like that's normal to not want your church and your set and your and your in your uh, your state touching on the same plate you know mm-hmm. with your peas and your carrots but it also feels like it is kind of bold because we're moving kind of in our world uh dangerously toward like a faith-based governance being the law of the land for some communities for like essential services like abortion and public schooling and public schooling etc and i think that's like really interesting that like this show finds a way over and over again to interlace like very not like not vague but like very latent political messages about like Mm. people and like what is actually scary in society whether or not there's apocalypse going on um so i just i really love that like david is creepy for so many reasons that i'll get into in my valley but i feel like we all kind of know a david which makes it even creepier you know like yeah so the fact that they do that the fact that they really bring out this group like it was honestly oh i don't want to say i don't want to say too much yet because i'm i still have very happy things to say but it just kind of blows me away how they're able to create these fringe groups from like nothing <laughs> and make them terrifying. It's, it's amazing that this show is set in a zombie apocalypse, basically, and the scariest thing about it are the people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like how, like how in episode six, when like Tommy and Joel are talking about like how, like Joel was saying like how like we killed those people because we had to survive, and Tommy's uh-huh. like, yeah, well there was another way of surviving we just didn't know it yet and because tommy is living proof that like look this is the better way to live this is a better way to survive and the fact that like jackson exists and the cannibal cult yeah exists as well like it's an it's crazy it's like they think that that's the only way to survive and yet it isn't no but yeah blow i'm blown away like yeah and apparently not survive because they're eating people (laughs) yeah it's actually a great way to die also um and uh be really hungry or not hungry um depending on who you ask but um 
And then my last peak, and this is like kind of unrelated, but I wanted to make sure I touched on it. This is something Vishwas mentioned to me, my partner, and he, we both kind of watch a lot of behind the scenes content and we love mm-hmm. hearing people talk about what they love. So, um, you know, that's kind of what we, we do, but this is like one of those rare experiences where I have heard the creators talk with such defined reverence about the source material and the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've never like seen this level of commitment to an adaption. Um, we right. review a Same. lot of them and in terms of respect for the source material, this one really takes the cake. It's, I mean, it, sh- it showed right from the episode one. Yeah. And I, I remember like, kind of thinking like all right well first episode was good well let's see how they do but then like every week I'm, I'm i'm like not worried yeah at all and like like i'm like we have one more episode left and i'm like yeah let's let's see what you do i mean you've done so well this far fo- this far it, it's incredible i've like if if like future people who are going to make an adaption of something like just like say like a book hmm. and you're gonna turn it into like a movie or a tv show take this as an example of what to do yeah because you're take like the fact that like um and one of the episodes of the podcast they say like people are coming here for the love of the game yeah like that's why people are here that's why a lot of people are working on the like the people who are working on the show they're there because they love the game and it shows Mm -hmm. and they're respecting the fact that there's a huge audience for that and you were doing right by them it's not it's not just that they're being like oh we're gonna make an adaption of the last of us to make money and because we know a lot of people are gonna come watch it anyway just because the game was so huge it's Uh no we're making this because we love the story so much and we want to tell that story right and maybe expand upon it in ways that game lovers will appreciate and then new fans will come and appreciate and then maybe go later play the game or watch gameplay of it like it's it's all for the love of storytelling and Mm -hmm. like in a world where so many things feel like they're just being made for profit, yeah. it's really nice to see. Yeah. Like, it's going to be really hard for me to go back to some of the adaptions we've been watching recently yeah. um, and just, like, be really cool about them. Like, I don't know how to yeah. do that right now. Like, I really can't. because <laughs> It sets the bar high for so many things. It does. It really, really does. I guess that means it's time for us to talk about our valleys. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, what was your first valley or what was your valley i'm assuming there's probably not even one at all (laughs) so yeah um i literally wrote my my notes my totally not at all a valley (sighs) is how incredible the set design is (laughs) we're like politicians we've completely reframed this question for our own benefit yeah 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 (laughs) we're uh wait till we get to the ratings of the episode yeah uh because uh when ellie was in that dining area and like like where she has the whole confrontation with david i quite literally started shaking yeah. because just the look of it made me so anxious and stressed because it brought back oh. all of the memories and all of the emotions I had from the game right down to the fire starting. Yeah. It was so intense and when just like a a booth <laughs> like a, almost like a restaurant booth can make you scared. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like the red of the carpet in in there and like the way just everything about it I was like oh no. <laughs> like I'm so scared cuz yeah. like it just it's like a like um, uh, Craig in the HBO podcast talked about like a sense memory with the wallpaper. Yeah. In the scene where um, Joel tells Ellie that they're he's leaving her with Tommy, mm-hmm. um, that was like a sense memory for me because that was so stressful to get through, and it's um one of the part of the game that sticks with me the most just because of how emotional it was and hard it was and the whole like. Uh, Joel and Ellie embrace at the end and the baby girl like it just it it stuck with me I think about it often and so seeing it all play out it was just like it it was like it was like all brand new again that's the thing about this show it's like this story is not new to me but it brings the it brings out the emotions of as if it is all new yeah and it's just it's so cool and the way that um Ellie was crawling towards the machete and I was fighting the urge to hit triangle. (laughs) It was so stressful and then, you know, everything after happens, but it was so satisfying and so heartbreaking and um, maybe, maybe my valley is thinking about if this is the rage that we saw from Bella Ramsey as Ellie, um, 
I, it got me thinking about season two, and I'm just trying not to think about season two. <laughs> I, it doesn't it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist, and I'm thinking about it, and I don't want to think about it. I have a doctor appointment that day. Yeah. I can't come. I'm out of office. Sorry. I'm out of office. <laughs> I'm in the Poconos. Sorry. I'm in the Poconos. <laughs> My ride's here. I gotta go. Gotta go. My ride's here. It's crazy because that scene prompts like it's so it's it it's like the the more the fire closes in, the more cla- yeah. the more claustrophobic you get because it's mm-hmm. getting smaller and it's just you and this fucking guy, like ah uh, oh it's so scary. It's really scary. Yeah. Like oh my god, mm-hmm. was your valley? That was my valley for like yeah. In a way, like that was my valley for this episode. Um, is like. I think, I mean, this isn't my valley. Like, when I say valley, I'm literally just associating the word valley with the negative emotions I felt during this episode. <laughs> Even though it was done well. Yeah, like, I th- and that's the thing is, like, I don't think I've hated a villain this much in, like, a long time. Like, David nope. is wh- fucking horrifying. And I think it's because he's so real. Like... Yeah, 100%. I think, like, if you at home have experienced religious trauma, then you're, I may, I hope you're not nodding along with me, but, like, (laughs) we all know a fucker like David, you know? Right. And I love this episode. It's gotta be, if it's not my favorite, it's, like, tied with long, long time. Mm -hmm. It's, but it's the most terrifying thing I've ever, like, experienced. It's scarier to me than, like, the clickers or the fungus or the other fringe groups or literally any scary movie I've ever watched because David is a powerful white man with the power of Christian propaganda on his side. And I think it's really telling that post-apocalypse in The Last of Us universe, that kind of rhetoric persists and flourishes. And it's horrifying because I believe it. Like, I think Vishwas and I were both just in a state of, like, absolute rage after like yeah like and, and like the the release from watching ellie stab him i mean it's 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 like kind of hard to talk about because it as much as these people are make-believe it's also like a very violent experience but it also mm-hmm. feels real i feel like if you've ever dealt with somebody who just like who would raise their hand in class and like say well let's play devil's advocate you know yeah. This guy says yoked unironically, okay? No. This guy, he he handed me a copy of, like, The Art of Courting. <laughs> and was like, you gotta court before you date. Before you yoke. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, mm, I don't really want to do that, thanks. I'm good, thank you. Speaking of yokes, I've had this really, I'm in my not hating scrambled eggs era right now. Oh, excited for you. Yeah. Just wanted you guys to know that. So, what thing, Caitlin, are you the saddest that Joel and Ellie missed because of the apocalypse? Well, this episode brought me a lot of stress. Yeah. And sometimes when I need to de-stress, I like to watch time-lapse videos of plants growing. That's wonderful. Because it's really calming, and I just think it would help um, both Joel and Ellie. So, I'm just picturing them going back to some... Um, random house that's clear and it's cozy and um this house has the internet and they have an (laughs) iphone where they can just watch some time-lapse videos of plants growing together and they could just sit there cuddle up on the couch with some like hot tea and then just watch them wow (laughs) Watch, watch them watch them grow um, so that's what's happening next week's episode. Sorry to the spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm manifesting that for them. Um, manifesting. Two things on that note. First thing, you should definitely Google, or no, not Google, go on TikTok and look up videos of plant music. Um, you can hook up little, people hook up little wires to their plants and then, I don't know if it like captures their vibrations or whatever when they're oh, photosynthesizing but they make the loveliest noises they like they're like Ooh. they like sing a lot and it's very calming um second nice. thought the internet you made me think about the internet mm, sorry can you imagine <laughs> i'm just i'm just <laughs> thinking like i don't know like this means facebook never existed um, yeah 
maybe we should have a <laughs> Last of Us. Isn't the true fungus boomer memes on Facebook? Mm, yeah. <laughs> isn't that the true? Isn't it the minions? Isn't that the true fungus? Yeah. Are they still doing that? I don't. I don't do Facebook. They must. I feel like <laughs> or that's, truly any social. Media. When I think about Facebook, I think about the minion memes of the. Yeah. No, it's funny 2020s. because that's the first thing that popped in my head when you said Facebook yeah. was minions. But this is. But the, where I went from here is I started thinking to myself, well, what is Mark Zuckerberg doing in all of this? And for some reason, all I can think about is that picture of him, like surfing or something and he's got all the <laughs> sunscreen on his face yeah. and i can you just imagine you're like i don't know you're like out someplace outside of the qz someplace and you see this guy with the sunscreen <laughs> on his face like, that's the funny thing is that like around celebrities are going to turn into infected like can you imagine like mark zuckerberg being the tumblr post that's like beyonce yeah exactly <laughs> it's like beyonce <laughs> I guess really? we're not going on tour. <laughs> Fuck. I think that's uh, going to be our mission for next week for the season finale. You have to think about like the craziest celebrity concept and like what like ooh. what is a celebrity doing right now? Like think of somebody who I don't know. It's just like wild. I'm going to say like <laughs> David Dobrik and he's like <laughs> pranking my friend by infecting them or just like something like oh that. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> in this world and be like making my friend think I'm infected and that and ends up like with them getting shot because they think and it's like so badly like I'm in the hospital because my friend shot me and, it's shot. My, and then there's like an apology video yeah. of like sorry guys that wasn't funny I shouldn't have done that yeah, yeah. Shane Dawson haunted QZ mall question mark stop <laughs> oh, oh my god you guys yes so <laughs> Uh, anyway, my, I was thinking about this. I originally, I don't even know what I originally wrote down, but I was listening to I Know in the End today by Phoebe Bridgers and the very mm-hmm. end of the song, she like guttural screams. It's incredible. Yeah. And I think it made me think of Ellie. Mm, I think she's yeah. like that. I think she needs she that. I think she's had that, but I think she will she persistently be needing that forever. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Evelyn, on a scale of one to 8,000 times, I rewatched the baby girl scene today. Oh. While I was waiting for the appropriate time to go into the doctor's office. Uh, what do you rate this episode? I'd say if bajillion was a real number, mm-hmm. I would be rating it bajillion. Infinity, whatever. Yep. It, one of my favorite episodes of the season, if not my favorite, it really got me. Yep. I got got. It's so good. How about you? I got got. <laughs> oh, um, I just kind of keyboard smashed some numbers and yeah, I good. don't want to like try and figure out what number I put, but it's. It's a big number and it's a lot. So, um, a one kajillion billion quadrillion trillion um, out of five. <laughs> There's a three in here somewhere, and I just like my brain went, it's pi. <laughs> it's pi, yeah. 3.14159. This, this episode was so. I, I mean, every episode has been good. As if you've been listening, I think we've rated every episode. <laughs> you know five out of five yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. or over five because it's just so good but th- i don't know this one just really hits different i feel like this is the one where i'm like this is this is like <laughs> this is bella's emmy yeah this is this continues to prove that the show needs the emmy sweep yeah. this year like i don't know it just good adaptions can be done can you believe it <laughs> <laughs> can you believe it yeah no this show is great i am I'm fine. <laughs> Things really going so good. Well, thank you for listening <laughs> to Lit by Moonlight. <laughs> uh, tune in next week when we review the season finale. Can you believe it? No. We're here. No. I feel like I feel like it was just yesterday that we were together watching the premiere of this show. It does feel like it was just yesterday. That's And yeah. here we are for the finale of The Last of Us, episode nine. Look for the light. And I'll read your note. It says, fuck. Yep. <laughs> that's that's my thoughts for next week, guys. I'm scared. Yay. I know how it ends. I ah! think the plant thing is a possibility. 
Wait, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you know how it ends? Oh, I couldn't fucking... I know how... I know that... I don't know how this episode is going to end. I know what ultimately happens that prompts what happens in this Last of Us Part 2. Mm-hmm. Alas, against my will. Um, mm, so sorry. And I choose not to believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I no, that's, call that's fair. me delusional. Um, but... Yeah, no, I don't. I don't really know how this is going to like this episode. I don't know how this season is going to include. To include. I'm excited. I'm excited for you to watch this. Well, I hope it's like good excited and not like oh, everyone is gonna be crying all fucking night excited. Who's to say? <laughs> okay, great. Who's to say? <laughs> well, uh, see you next week. Bye. Bye.